0: no i don't know anyone's name by heart what's my name um (laughs) (laughs) i wasn't
1: expecting a test on that normally i have it in my notebook i don't know if you notice or not but i always you know anytime i I come by you have your notebook (laughs)
0: check a database yeah i gotta check (laughs) Getting into
1: a replay of Settlers of Catan.
0: Welcome to Cardboard, the Board Game Podcast. I'm Devon Body, and I am Steve Davis. This is, as Devon said, replay, an ongoing uh, series, potentially ongoing series, hopefully not too often, where we're going to go back and revisit some games. Maybe we have a broader understanding. Maybe we're ashamed of the uh, the quality of the original episode, like this one. And we just want to put out something a little bit more audibly pleasing to the ear. Or maybe we just forgot we did that episode. Maybe we just forgot and did it and just realized right before uh, recording that we had yeah, done it. No, I that is... Replay. Impossible. <laughs> yeah, and that's why we entitled it Replay. So we're going to dig in a little bit to Catan. This is going to be a bit, hopefully, a bit of a shorter episode because... Um, We're not going to go through the rules and things because that's not really what we need to do. But just talking about our experiences and our strategies and things like that. So, Devon, though, why don't you give us uh, some history and tell us what is in that box? Catan is from 1995. Honestly, one of the oldest games we've talked about. Yeah. Aside from Risk and Monopoly.
1: Probably older than some of our listeners. 25
0: years old. Ugh. My body. (laughs) I feel so old. <laughs> Twenty-five years old. I remember nineteen ninety-five.
1: Yeah, I think that Ooh. was the year after that Olympics. Everyone was still like, you know, what was fun? Those Olympics.
0: Just because it's an odd number year. It's all an odd number year is always after the Olympics. Nuh-uh. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, Except I can't argue with that.
1: Yeah. I mean, this next one. No, that's not good. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Now, what's in the box? A bunch, a bunch of cards. And some dice. A whole bunch of cards, some dice. And uh, a map, some tiles to make an island. Yeah, it's not a map, actually. It's tiles to make the map. Tiles to make a map, Yeah, which is a map, an island, but in tile form. Yes. And uh, some shorelines, some randomizer tokens, number tokens to go on the board. Everything you need to play Catan.
0: Everything you need to play Catan.
1: Which is weird that they put that all in that box.
0: It's a little weird, I'll be honest. Usually you save some of that to increase your sales. Yeah, it's, it's like
1: as an add-on.
0: It's like selling a PlayStation 4 but not putting the charge cable in the box. Yeah.
1: You want to make money, right?
0: Yeah. So well, I don't think that actually made them any money. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Sony had proprietary charging cables. Yeah, so that's what's in the box. This is a straightforward game. The game is just about settling an island. There you are, the settlers. The island is Catan. Yeah, which normally uh, is not very straightforward at all. It involves a lot of woodworking,
1: some like landscaping skills. You very need to be able true. to level some land. Very true. Maybe put some stilts on to avoid so,
0: flooding. it is so incredibly not straightforward that settlers often broke down the ships they sailed in to be able to build houses. And uh, we'll re- we'll just jump into some of our strategies. Yeah, so strategy number one. Yes. Roll the dice on your
1: turn. This is something that I tend to forget. I'm like, I'm going to just start building stuff. It, it does but... <laughs> happen a lot. It actually does happen a
0: lot. Roll the dice.
1: Yeah.
0: It's less of a strategy and more of a rule, and you can't, actually can't play without yeah, doing but
1: that. But anything you do before you roll the dice doesn't count.
0: That is true. Especially if you have more than eight, more than seven cards. Yeah. Because that's just trying to, that's, now you're just cheating. Yeah. Now don't you're just cheat. cheating. No, don't cheat. Don't cheat. We, unless it's one of your house rules. Yeah. I'm still pushing for that. Uh, one of my strategies is monopolize. We've talked about this strategy in different games, and I don't think we've actually talked about it in this game so nope. much. Typically, you want to settle on every type of resources, five different resources, uh, and you want to settle on each of them. Wheat or brick, wood and sheep. But honestly, I find monopolizing and settling on the corresponding port.
1: And whenever it's possible, I guess wheat is probably the most valuable one of those. Um you need it for cities, you
0: need it for settlements and development cards. And
1: development cards. No,
0: you don't need Yes, you do need it for development yeah. cards. Wheat, sheep and ore, right? Yeah. Um I mean, that is up there. You're right. You're right it is up there. Um, I have a friend of mine who only exclusively ever plays settling on sheep. That's all he cares about is sheep. And that is how he plays every game. I'm not sure why. I mean Uh, not a bad choice. I think it's just a quirk that happened one time and he's just stuck with it for forever. Stick with it. Yeah.
1: Um you can get a lot of development cards, you can trade for other stuff.
0: Yeah, exactly. But I mean, that's the case with every Monopoly. Now some uh, resources have more on the map so i believe sheep wood and maybe brick all have 4 where ore and wheat have 3 i think yeah i think that is the case um, that is straight off the dome really proud of that but um uh yeah so choose cho- just choosing one it also depends on when you're um when you place in order right so yeah. if you first second third fourth whatever right the best it, it for this strategy, the best situation is to go last. Yeah, that you way you to can play both pieces. Yeah, and then you at the same time
1: absolutely
0: will get whatever port you needed. Yeah, and whatever resource you were looking for. Because you don't want to play the port as your second placement, because then you will only get a maximum of two, maybe even only one card. Because your yeah. second placement gets you the the resources you land on, but if you place your port. First, before other people place, you run the very real risk of losing uh, any good option for that particular resource. So uh, it is a very specific uh, strategy, but uh, very often is It's yeah, a strategy you need it is on doable. the on turn one, of course. It's it's uh, it's also a, yes, it's a strategy you need to plan for from the beginning, um, and it's also I think maybe a bit more of a situational strategy. You're you're picking last you get the uh, kind of the slim pickings, Um, the worst of the best (laughs) options, right? And the more players that there are, the worse your choice will be. It's kind of a make the best with what you got kind of scenario. But by settling on a port at the start and getting the best option for that resource is a really great uh, thing. So I don't normally say the monopoly for uh, Catan. Uh, I try to spread myself out to all the resources, but I think that is a good one, yeah. What other strategies do you have? I mean, I mean, like this, don't like some overlook the, cuff. the
1: numbers that are not in
0: red. Yes. Yeah,
1: like five and five and nine, nine are pretty nice. Yeah, I mean, four even, is comes up surprisingly often. 4s and
0: 10s I mean, are are the last few playthroughs? We've been playing the uh, Switch version uh, a bunch lately yeah. for no reason, not uh, self isolating at a home or anything. It actually has a built in roll counter and tells you. All the rolls for the whole game and all your individual rolls, what numbers you rolled the most. And four has been way up there.
1: Yeah, just recently,
0: odd, odd occurrence. Yeah, but even tens are not too bad. Fives and nines I like. Uh, sixes, I mean, sixes I find best overall. Yeah, and then there was that really weird game where we rolled, and rolled like two sevens. There was that really weird game, game. <laughs> Only a couple sevens, and, and twos and twelves were coming up way more than they should have. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think four or five times in a few games. Yeah, it's a good point. Don't discount the non-red numbers. That's another good strategy. Stack your stuff
1: on the side of the
0: table. Stack up
1: those roads. Stack up those settlements. <laughs> stack up those cities.
0: Just to uh, have a, a neat, yeah. clean, tidy, organized play area.
1: Yeah, just you know, stack them up while
0: you're waiting for your turn to come around. Just you know, keep yourself occupied. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a good one. Keep it sharp. I mean, <laughs> keep, keep keep your mind sharp. Maybe have some sort of Sudoku or little one of those metal ring puzzles. <laughs> yeah, you try yeah. to get the the rope off yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. things. Everyone yeah, knows those. Yeah, get, get one of those. Just keep your mind sharp. Yeah. Uh, during your downtime. Maybe one of those stress balls. Yeah. Yeah, get a stress ball, you know, uh, calm yourself down. One Maybe get some of those tabletop zen gardens. Yeah, oh, very nice. Uh one of those little rock gardens, yeah, with a like tiny to, rake with a little <laughs> rake. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe get uh, uh one of those um exercise squeeze things. <laughs> yeah, stress you know? ball. No, 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 but there's like oh, the, the, other one. the the one that's like specifically yeah, the, for like strengthening your hand muscles. Like the grip. Yeah, 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 yeah. Our... Yes. Yeah, yeah, whatever that's called. Yeah, you know what? Well, I mean just get just get a, like a a set of weights. Yeah, and just have it just Do off some to the curls
1: side while you're waiting for your turn yeah, to come around. Yeah, yeah. Do your... your cards in one hand, curl with the other um, yeah, yeah,
0: hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Swap it around. and Then swap it around. Swap it around. That yeah. really helps your, uh, I mean, build the strength, obviously, and your ambidex, uh, ambidextrousness. Yeah, ambidextry
1: That oh, way, you can play with both hands.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, Uh That's um good strategy. That's what that is. Ambi boardstress. Ambi gamestress. Yeah, so you can play two games at once. Two games at once. Well, that you know what, there's nothing have a second board game going on on the other side with another group of friends. Right, that way. So between turns you're doing other games. Yeah. 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 I mean that's I mean that's really the best thing to do that's right the, there. That's the strat. Keep your mind sharp. That is a that is a key strat. Key strat right there. Key strat. I I like that. That is that is like ideal. Ideal. I mean yeah. it's the thing to do. Yeah. I mean if I want to get serious for a second, no I don't. I don't yeah. I don't really want to get serious for a second.
1: Cut off your allies' roads every chance
0: you have. <laughs> just whenever they dro-
1: whatever they're making a straight line, you get in that way.
0: That is such a great point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, do that. I was you know what the strategy I was going to say was get just build roads. Get that longest road and hold it. Right? And, and you yeah. came up with the perfect uh, counter to that. I wish I had said it. Build that longest road and block that longest road. Try to do both. Build like a, like a what, Mobius circle. Just build a circle. The biggest circle you can make. Yeah. Build a figure eight.
1: That gets in the way of your allies, of
0: course. Build like a figure eight, but like a kid that is learning their numbers and they don't know when to stop looping it. And just keep looping it over and over and over so that uh, it's just an endless road. Literally, you know what? Just build the infinity symbol. As a road. And I think that is... That's probably one of those hidden rules where if you can build an infinity symbol, you have infinite road and no one can ever beat it. Yeah. I think that's a good house rule. Or maybe it's one of those hidden rules, like the hidden Starbucks menu. Which well, it doesn't it,
1: exist. It's just a really good way to piss off the employees.
0: I think it does exist. And also this hidden rule exists. I think every game has hidden rules, and this is the one for Catan, is that if right. you build the infinite symbol, like the infinity symbol... So now Uh, we just
1: have to go back and find
0: all of those hidden rules. Well, you can't find them because they're hidden.
1: Well, yeah, that's why you find them.
0: Well, you find them by just doing them. Yeah. And then you know it's a rule. Try strange So we just discovered this one. Yeah. Yeah. That's the rule. So we found one. That's the infinity symbol. So if you make infinity, you win Longest Road. Probably for, you know what? For every game after that. Yeah. I think you just automatically get it. It just appears again? Yeah. It'll probably just appear again. Like as soon as you... Yeah
1: pick your color it just like
0: what's just well i was just going to say the most (laughs) important part is you pick the same color yeah because if you don't pick the same color whoever picks the color that you made the original infinity symbol with will get the infinity road yeah and then you will lose the infinity road. it's kind of like the ring it's kind of like the ring where you show the video and you're going to die in seven days unless you show it to someone else yep You have to keep that infinity symbol unless someone else gets your color. Now they have the infinity symbol and you can never get Longest Road ever again. Yeah, yeah, and it's gone forever. Forget how to do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Well, okay. So, I mean, talking about hidden rules, what about some house rules? Do we have any cool house rules for Catan? House rules for Catan. I gotta say. Well, there's plenty to go across. Well, uh, my favorite house rules is house rules. Such an awesome show. House rules. You know, I never watched really many of dude has...
1: it rules i think i've watched like an episode and a half if you put together all like the flipping through channels and being like what is going on here <laughs> you've
0: seen an episode and <laughs> a half but it's all broken up pieces from different episodes
1: <laughs> yeah of course
0: you've seen the equivalent of one episode one and a half i episodes. would imagine i've seen every episode twice three times no four times no the last two seasons i think i watched once but the first couple seasons i've probably seen maybe twice through DVDs and original viewings and whatnot. Cool. No, okay. So house rules. Uh, you were gonna say something before I interrupted you with my well, fun joke. Well,
1: there is the classic fog of war, where you don't fog know what any of the uh you know resources are until you settle on them.
0: Which they've actually incorporated into later expansions like Explorers and Pirates. It's built into the game. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. Fog of war, really good one.
1: Or you can do the same thing with the numbers. We're not sure what number you're settling
0: on. Far more difficult is that one. Because, yeah, okay, you're on all five things. Guess what? You're on two twos, uh, an 11, and, you know. Except, you know, there's only one two in the game. I meant, sorry, I meant a two and a 12. (laughs) I meant a two and a 12, an 11, uh, a three, and a four, right? Yeah, yeah, you could could end up in a really bad spot, but But that one is. You're still
1: getting resources every turn.
0: Well, yeah, with the twos and the twelves, yeah, maybe. Yeah. That is a fun one, if not a much more frustrating one. Those ones typically end up taking much longer. Well, it ends up being one-sided. Oh, yeah. One person usually ends up really great, or maybe two people, and one or two people end up uh, in a really bad position. So it, it can end up being one-sided, but it's a bit more of a challenge. When you have the numbers face up, but the tiles hidden, at least you're getting something. But when you don't have like the desert. numbers, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. There are two ways to do that: is keep the desert face up and then just kind of shuffle it in, or keep it face down and when it's revealed, move the number somewhere else. Yep. Yeah. Or there, I mean, there's and then there's the double blind, which ever, is the, the worst way to it's, play. It's all <laughs> fog of war covered up and no numbers, and all, numbers get randomly assigned when they get revealed. Yep. So that is. Really. That's that is the worst way to play. But again, we've done it once or twice, and it's just again, it can either end up one sided or just being a painfully long game. Yeah. 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 One sided is almost a blessing because at least it'll be over quicker.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Wait, one more. Oh, yeah. What what do we got? You can take the resources. Oh. And just make them all into one big pile.
0: That is a fun one though. So The actual tiles no longer mean anything, but the numbers are everything. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like a face down pile or maybe a face up pile. Yeah. Encourages
1: trading a bit more.
0: Yeah. 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 Relying on people or just luck, blind luck, makes the numbers far more important. Yes. Makes the tiles completely insignificant. Ports would be really important, though. I think you would get far more often brutalized by the thief. Then uh, it's hard to tell. Well, it's hard to tell, but I think it's like less control over the cards. So just, I guess, more likely to be robbed by the thief more often because you might not necessarily collect all the cards you need. Yeah. You might start just getting like one or two of everything when you don't need one or two of everything, yeah. and, and you're then just trying when to get like
1: people yeah. roll the seven. They're going to just look at whoever has the most cards and just be like, I'll steal one. And of that
0: those. too. I mean, that too. And also, you might end up just collecting more than uh, seven cards just because you can't make the things you need. Yeah. There's only, only so many roads you can make before you need to hold on to those cards to, you know, build another settlement or whatever. So it'll be, I think that could potentially make it harder to keep your hand low. Yeah. I mean, Catan is our number one house rules game. Yeah. We have so many different house rules for it's Catan
1: easier to just throw in an extra thing in there.
0: Yeah, I mean, the game is so modular that it it really lends itself to customization. That it does. What is your most memorable Catan moment? Or game?
1: Memorable Catan moment. I mean... That would be playing a monopoly card after the person just before me huh. rolled for like so much of a resources. yeah, but then they actually just held on to it instead of cashing yeah. any of it in because yeah reasons yeah. and then just calling that and then just trading it in for everything you need and winning the game
0: that yeah, that's yeah. those are though, the monopoly card it's such a sick moment when you when you get that yeah i I, I mean. This one's happened to me a couple times but taking back a longest road that people aren't expecting you to. Oh yeah. Or or not even great. taking it back necessarily but get like taking it from someone. Uh, like you know, you're like two maybe even three roads behind and somehow like just pulling ahead. I think I once made four roads all at once and it won me the game. Yeah, by taking getting the that longest, longest road is yeah. a great
1: way to just yeah. get those extra two points. Cause Yeah, exactly. Usually when you get to nine is when everyone is absolutely getting for you and yes. Yes.
0: not trade or not do well, anything. Well, that situation, if I remember correctly, and it's very possible, even likely that I'm not, but I believe I had a victory point in my development cards. Right. Which, I mean, if you hold on to it for a long enough time, people pretty much assume that you have it. But I think it was like Steve's at seven. But it really, I was at eight, and all I had to do was uh, I played, <laughs> I played four roads, and uh, took the longest road and won the game. So that was, uh, I think, probably my favorite moment. Yeah. that was just as a surprise, come from behind victory. Yeah,
1: actually, in the last couple games we played, I think that's how I won.
0: I mean, the longest road we don't isn't always such a big factor, but the last two or three games we played, yeah, it was like a huge factor. Being like, oh yeah, those two I parts. had it. I never go for Longest Road. No. I, or very rarely do oh, I go for Longest Road. Oh, now that you know the road. secret, you're well, probably going to go for it. I mean, yeah, it's it's kind of like a get out early and get way out ahead. You need to get like four or five beyond anybody. And then every once in a while, put one or two down just to hold it. Because it can get away from you real quick. Yeah. Okay, I mean, what, is, what are some of your feelings about Catan? I mean, Catan's still a really good great
1: game. It's nice to go back to every now and it then. Is. Even though... The library keeps getting bigger and
0: bigger. It's a nice, yeah. refreshing harbor to yeah you know, revisit every once in a while. It's probably our most played game over the years, even not including the expansions, the various expansions. Probably Base game is probably one of, if not the most played game we have Yeah, to this day. And you're right. It is nice to go back to it. It's such a well-rounded, solid game that we can just... Like, literally, when... When uh, we stopped hanging out in person for no reason, we bought uh, the Switch copies, each of us. And actually, my internet is so bad, I had to drive out somewhere where I had decent cell service, connect to my Wi Fi hotspot, and I sat in a parking lot for seven hours and we played Catan on the Switch for six and a half, six hours. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, we talked about it on uh, uh, an episode a few months ago. Um, but, like, I never got uncomfortable, I never got antsy. Like, it was just the most fun. It was so much fun just to play Catan, even on a screen, even with you guys on the phone. It was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Such a solid game. Still get that
1: Catan experience.
0: Yeah. I was just collecting
1: resources. Yeah. Trying to get a, the best trades you can. Yeah. Even though sometimes people are a little less likely to give you their stuff yep. for any th- fair amount that you think is fair.
0: To be fair, though, <laughs> I have to say in that in that session, our last session where uh, we played online, there was, I'd say, far more trading oh, yeah. than we've ever done. And far more fair trading one-for-ones and two-for-ones than we've ever done. Yeah. Yeah, instead
1: of the usual three-for-one.
0: Yeah. I don't know what it was, maybe maybe because there's a built-in trade system obviously in the game. Yeah. that it was just a little bit more like present in our minds it, or something. You could see it. Yeah, you could just see the trade button there, but like way more trading than we've ever done. I thought that was kind of cool. Um, um not being afraid to uh, potentially help someone out to to get the card you want. But yep. so that was kind of cool. I mean, what's what are our ratings for this game for Settlers of Catan, original well, game, 1995, say, yeah. classic. It's a nice three-to-one part. That's a well well put. I would say this is a... Uh, Sellers of Catan is a well-placed two-to-one trade in your favor. Nice. Well-placed two-to-one trade in your favor. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh I mean that's gonna that's gonna wrap us up on this uh replay episode of Settlers of Catan. Um what are we doing? What are we gonna talk about next week, Devon?
1: Next week, I'll coup you. <laughs> I'll
0: coup you, man. We're talking about coup. Yeah. Coup. I can't wait to talk about this one. It has quickly become one of my favorite games, even though we've played it very little. Absolutely love this game, so I'm really excited to talk about Coup. Yeah, and Lie. And Lie. Coup and Lie. Now, question I have of the week. Question of the week. It is your question this question week, Question this sir. week. What?
1: What is the last thing you traded? <laughs>
0: That's a great question. That is a great question. Oh, what is the last thing I traded? you know what it might be? We talked about this uh, way back in our Heroclix episode. It might be whatever piece I don't remember, and I got <laughs> Iron Patriot. Wow, that was we traded two Heroclix. I mean, I'm trying to think of what, I mean, outside of, like, the trading <laughs> uh, uh, ability saying, I, in board games, right. like Catan, <laughs> the last thing I traded was an ore for a wheat. Uh, I think it was that. I mean, that was... Five, four or five years ago, but I mean I don't often trade. I mean I traded in my car for money. <laughs> I mean they do that call it a they trade. I mean they do call it a trade-in. So I traded yeah. in my 2014 car for a 2017 car. There you go. So yeah, what what Devon? What was the last thing you traded? The last thing I traded.
1: Now we're not just counting trading money for things. Correct.
0: That's I. That's purchasing. So no. So no. Last time I traded a
1: thing because then that would be another uh
0: yesterday for me. <laughs> <laughs> I traded a digital representation of my currency for a promise of some goods and services.
1: Right. Okay. So the last thing I traded was Why did you ask for clarification on your own question? I mean, just because I asked asked the question doesn't mean I know the rules. I mean, of that's the fair enough. That's fair, that's fair. <laughs> Last thing you traded was a bag of Asian inspired snacks.
0: Oh, I liked it. So you had the Asian inspired snacks. So you gave the snacks.
1: Yeah, it was a uh, coconut jelly, some, what was it? It was like honey chips. Honey chips? Yeah. Wow. And a pack of really spicy instant ramen for two donuts. Like luxury donuts. One was like a luxury. Wonder
0: Bar donut
1: and wow. the other one was a, a strawberry shortcake donut.
0: New question of the week. How were
1: the donuts? <laughs> uh, you'll find out next week. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're not going to remember that.
1: <laughs> Alright. Well, Fine, I'll let I you th- know. They're oh, actually okay. really good.
0: Were they really good? The Wonder
1: Bar one was better than the strawberry shortcake one just because really? like the filling on the inside was just like it was a donut baked around a Wonder Bar chocolate bar. Wow, and
0: that was awesome. That oh, <laughs> I, I like. I just got chills of just how rich that would pro. It was that really rich. It was really rich. It was oh good. man, I that oh, I don't know. Like there's there's a there gets I get a point where there's too much richness, right? Where it's just and too it gives much. me shivers. Like I don't oh, like not good shivers. Like oh, it's just over oh, then. I'm literally shivering right now. I mean the windows are open. It's cold, but yeah, I. Don't like that idea, but I would love to try the yeah. strawberry shortcake. It's really one. Good. I don't I like Wonder Bars, but I don't know if I want a Wonder Bar donut. Alright, that is it. Next week, we're talking about Koo. 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 Koo the board game. Card game. Tabletop card game. That's it. It's all about lying. Yeah. Talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of Replay Baton. Peace. Bye. We did it, we did it, we did it, we did it, yeah!